In a world where technology has brought order and awakened chaos, three men have embraced their destiny to slay the technological beast or something like that. Join in the laughs because it's time for the Digital Soup Podcast with Jason, Adam, and usually Dave. <laughs> Welcome to the Digital Soup Podcast. My name is Alexa and as always with me is Jason, Adam, and usually Dave. All right, let's go ahead and get this show started. Over to you, Dave. All right. Thank you so much, Alexa. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome, super friends. Thank you for answering the call. It is time once again for another episode of the Digital Soup Podcast. I'm usually Dave, joined as always by my good friends, Jason and Adam. How are we doing this week, guys? Top notch. Top. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, upper top notch for me. <laughs> top shit. So always got to one-up me. I See, have that's, to, that's man. how we go. <laughs> that's how we roll. That's right. So it, is it just me or does it feel like it has been a very long time since the last episode? I don't know I'm why. I'm even better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alexa. Yeah. Alexa, stop interrupting. <laughs> She's just going to interject wherever she feels like it. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> no, it just it, to me, it felt like it's been a really long time since we recorded last. I don't know. Dave, don't swear anymore, please. <laughs> Alexa. I didn't even hear Man. you swear. I, I didn't either. I don't know what's That's going weird. on. <laughs> All right. So what's going on? Yeah. What have you guys been up to? Oh, you know, living the dream. Living the dream. We had some ah, nice weather so, in Minnesota. That's so cliche right? there. Come on now, man. <laughs> Sorry, sleeping the dream. I've been enjoying my mediocre life with uh, my mediocre job and uh, I'm not going to say mediocre family because I'll get in trouble for that. But uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Sure, your, your coworkers aren't, aren't watch, are listening. So. Yep. I'm just totally <laughs> mediocre. I feel so inspired by my boss right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, speaking, since we've got Alexa joining us, uh, we had a Adam, story. Adam, your boss. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am boss. Oh, Alexa, we had like a story. Like a boss, right? <laughs> we had a story about uh, Siri, you know, Alexa's main rival here. Alexa and Google Home may have some new competition. I hate Siri. <laughs> oh, well, Siri Alexa. S? There's no need to be angry, you know. You just have to stay calm. Well, the announcement that that we're seeing is that Apple Siri speaker could be announced at the uh, WWDC, which, uh, what does that one stand for again? Oh, good question. Worldwide DC? <laughs> I, have, I actually don't know. I'd have to look that up. Yeah, I don't know. Welcome to the WWDC! And we don't know what it is. Right, um, but this is the rival to the Amazon Echo. I guess this is the developers conference. I guess that's probably the DC um, stands for, and it's that's going to be in June. And so what they're talking about is they might have a device that is has superior sound quality and computing power to the Echo and the Google Home. Mm. And the uh, the product set to sell for a similarly similarly premium price tag. Mm. Pretty interesting. You know what I want to see because these Bluetooth speakers, some of them are really good, but you pay a lot for them. I would love to see something like Alexa or Google Home or Siri, whatever it is, come out with their high end. You know what they can do as far as the automation and everything else. But mix that with the quality of like high-end Bose speakers and, and oh, something like say, that. Yeah, like a Bose waveform or something. Yeah, something where it's just amazing sound in this really small package where you or could literally just. Right, yeah, something like that where it's just super discreet. You can have it in your you know corner of your living room, wherever you want it. But it's just going to be able to pump out if you wanted to like whole house filling sound, you know, just something awesome. 
Well, that's something volume. I've always been envious of whenever you watch uh, these, uh, what, HDTV shows where they're redoing houses or they're building brand new houses and stuff, how they have speakers built into the ceilings yeah. and walls of every room. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. I would love something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know that had nothing to do with the story, but I just wanted to say I'd love to have that. Well, it'd be cool. I'm with you. That's that's one of my, like, if I could redo everything in my house, There, that's one of the top items as far as tech in my home that I would want is the ability to be able to selectively room by room, listen to whatever I want, have all the other speakers, like kids could be listening to their own thing in their room. I could have music on say, while I'm showering in the morning in the bathroom, whatever you want to do. Let me, otherwise I was going to say, let me catch you right there. Cause you mentioned the shower. That is one of the places I'd spend the most money on is, is a big shower with like 12 spray heads that hit you in every direction. And I thought like, you know, four to eight stereo speakers in there and then have like a 27 inch TV in there to where you, no, seriously, you could be in the shower and you could be watching the game or whatever, Adam. (laughs) You're forgetting uh, one component to that, I think is the ginormous water heater, tankless water heater system. So you have enough hot water to last that whole time. I'm simple. I would love to have movies where it's raining and then feel like you're there. Yeah. Oh, have like a lounger in there with you and you just lay on the lounger. Yeah. I'm and John. You... It's raining so much. I'm John Cusack. <laughs> have you guys seen those movie theaters though? I think there's one in, uh, that have showers in them. <laughs> no, not showers, but Gross. I think there's one out in, one out in California and one, yeah, those kind are a little different. Uh, no, I think there's one of these. I can't remember the name of them. There's one, I think, out in L.A., maybe one in Chicago, New York. When you're sitting in your seat, and uh-huh. I first heard about it from Kevin Smith, actually, because he went and saw, I think, Captain America Civil War in there. Okay. And um, you're sitting in your seat, and so say they're flying through like a snowy area. They actually have snowfall coming out of the ceiling. Or, you know, your seat, if they're, if it's like a big chase scene or something, um, your seat will move slightly and everything. So you feel like it's moving with the action on the screen. He, he had even said like um, times when you'd see, you know, rubber screeching tires, things like that. You'd actually smell like that faint smell of, you know, the burning rubber. So they're these super immersive theaters. I cannot remember what that. Well, I hope they do not nuts. put porn in those theaters. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that would be bad. Yeah, but I mean, gross. can you imagine watching like and, and I guess they're huge screens like an IMAX size, too. So, I mean, can you imagine watching Guardians of the Galaxy, which is coming up, what, next week now? Mm-hmm and catching all the action there yes, although I in space dave. maybe they're <laughs> oh Alexa, you, Alexa. you can dave we can dave he can dave <laughs> you know the, but I, for some reason i pictured so like cool. the lowest paid employee like hey during that snow scene go sprinkle snow on the customers and then shake <laughs> right. their chair during that chase scene <laughs> yeah some dude shaking <laughs> just, him behind uh, what are you doing <laughs> well, it's yeah. immersive you for jason's amazing, movie for it? jason's movie go throw a hot dog at that guy <laughs> <laughs> well, i was gonna say you think it's snow but it's like from the breakfast club and uh, you have uh what's her name just up in the rafters uh you know rubbing shaking her, her, hair. her hair yeah <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> you got dander falling down on you oh yuck <laughs> don't you <laughs> forget about me don't 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 gosh it's yeah and it's driving me it's driving me crazy i cannot think of the name of them they might be just called immersive cinema but how about full contact yeah i'll have to we'll we'll have to look that up but anyways yeah it just made me think of it when you were talking about the the rainwater in the shower feeling like you're in the rainforest or whatever (laughs) oh i've always thought i would love multiple heads just shooting at you huh (laughs) okay guys (laughs) okay hydra (laughs) (laughs) what hydra 
Yeah, multiple well, heads. Well, Dave was uh, <laughs> watching um, Marvel's Agents of Shield, so oh, I guess. Yeah, I've been binging hard on that. Yeah, Jason, when Jason's in that up. shower, it's uh, he can watch Gorillas in the Mist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Holland's opus. <laughs> I broke Mr. Holland's opus. No, it, I mean, really, though, in all seriousness, it would be pretty sweet to have your house just fully connected mm-hmm. like that, where you could just kick it up on your phone, whatever you want to do, and just pull up any music you want. I mean, I, I love having music when I'm getting ready in the morning, stuff like that, but I rarely yeah. put it on because... I don't want to listen to it just through my phone speakers, you know. You can get a Bluetooth uh, shower speaker and leave your I phone know, outside, and it'd be kind of cool yeah, if you if you have your phone with you. Like, let's say in the morning, sometimes I'll be listening to a podcast while I'm getting ready. Yeah, yeah. If uh, if that followed you as you walked through your house, your phone's in your pocket. Yeah, from it, room to room, yeah, and it's shut off in the other rooms. Yeah, and that that would be a possibility of proximity and stuff like that. I'm sure. Let's. Uh, we probably should. We should probably uh, get our our copyright or patent filed on this. I think. As if someone doesn't already have that idea out there. <laughs> We're probably talking about, oh, wouldn't it be cool if we could do this and that? And they're like, yeah, go down to Lowe's and check aisle 17 because you can buy the stuff right there. Right. Uh, they probably have it in the Sharper Image catalog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Sky Mall. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got this, you guys. So, yeah. Anyway, going back to the story, uh, this Apple puts out fairly decent you know, quality products. And I imagine it'll yeah. be pretty popular, especially if it's... If it all can, you know, if it all connects into your iCloud account, and can, I'm well, sure they'll have some, some good sales there. I mean, we we had toyed with this idea a while back, uh, and it was one of the first episodes we did about why Apple doesn't have their own little box, uh, you know, like the other right. two do. And uh, it wasn't that long ago; it was probably like a month or so ago. Wasn't there an article? I can't even remember who it was put out by, but they were talking about, you know, all these different services like this, uh, specifically on the phones and stuff. And they did say mm-hmm. Alexa was better at... Oh, that was uh, on the Amazon uh, when Alexa came to the Amazon app. Yeah, okay. And they, yep. they said yep. she did things better than actually Siri did. Yeah, a lot of the stuff she could handle. I mean, obviously, there was some overlap that she couldn't do because Siri is, you know, hardwired in. But, yeah. I, you know, and that's the thing. You, you look at this speaker, and I think we have mentioned it back on that episode. I mean, that's been, must be a month or more back now, at least, when we talked about that, but... You wonder, I know we had asked then, you know, do you, do you think how long till Apple retaliates in a sense where, okay, Amazon's fired shots and said, we're going to do what Siri does only better, except for she's a little limited based on, you know, not being hardwired. So now Apple's saying, well, that's fine. You want to play that game. Here's what we're going to do next. And I think from the consumer standpoint, from our standpoint, it's a win-win because we all know that when these tech companies or any companies start trying to one-up each other, it just means more cool stuff for us, oh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. I mean, it's kind of like back in the day when there was still WCW and, and WWF at that time. That competition drove it to be two excellent products. Same thing with Adobe and Apple's um, Aperture program. Yeah. You know, Lightroom and, and Aperture competed, and it made both of them better. So competition's good, and, and it, it brings about a lot of innovation and a lot of change for us. I think it's pretty right. pretty awesome to see what will happen next. Nice. That is until McMahon starts buying the competition. Yeah, right. <laughs> True McMahon, that. Did you say McMahon? Yeah. <laughs> From the WWDC? Oh, wait, no. That's spelled different. Mick, M-C-M-A-N. Hi, I'm McMahon. Ned McMahon. One last thing I wanted to say before we go on to another story here, but... About Apple's uh, Siri speaker, whatever they're going to call it. Uh, the article right. did mention that it's going to be stylized after the uh, Trash Can Mac Pro 
that that black one that they released in 2013, which nobody liked because oh, it's yeah, not yeah, upgradable. Yeah. But they said it's gonna, you know, stylized after that, and you know that, that it was decent looking. You just you know you couldn't upgrade it for you know anything, right? But uh, yeah, that might be kind of cool, and this nice black little thing set it in the side, you know, in the corner and stuff, and. Right. That's. I mean, that might be the perfect design for something like that. Is just nice and sleek and minimal, and just kind of d- gets out of the way in in the corner, like you say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Nice. Cool stuff. We'll see what happens with Apple next. Hey, I guess. I but... do have a question for you, Dave, and maybe you can uh, answer this for me. You know, my wife is sure. a budding photographer, right? Yeah. 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 She's she's learning. She's been going to classes. She's starting to use the software and stuff. Um, she has uh, two lenses right now. She has uh, um, the kit lens that it came with, and then I can't remember what the other one was. It's it's a it's a telephoto lens. I don't know anything about uh, cameras. Sure. So it's it, it's a long lens. It, My guess would be like a seventy to three hundred is a pretty maybe common something like. Well, there's yeah. a big difference between seventy and three hundred. Right. Right. Uh, maybe it, we'll call it a two ten. But anyways, <laughs> just um, make <laughs> right now, uh, she has a she has a camera case, but she has to leave a camera. I mean, a lens on the camera at all times, and then she has one other spot to have a spare lens. Right. Um, and then if she's, uh, you know, you know, like this weekend, she, uh, my daughter had. Uh, the, you guys don't know what this is, but it's called the little Swiss Miss, and my my oldest daughter's an attendant at it, so she has to go all summer long. She has to go to all the different festivals and all the little towns and big towns, sure. and she's in the parades. So she's in the parade and stuff this weekend, and. Anyway, right. uh, my wife, you know, she's carrying all this equipment with her and stuff. And uh, I know you were mentioned it's something you had seen that uh, is supposed to, like, hold multiple lenses really easily for you. Yeah, yeah. And this was actually something brought to my attention by my wife. She sent me this link. And um looks like it'll work with uh, Canon, Nikon, and I think one of the Sony is the other. No, it won't work with the Fuji cameras, unfortunately. What? But... Why? Well, because this thing is, it's kind of cool. It's a, um, oh, because it's cool. It's it doesn't work a Fuji. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a Kickstarter. <laughs> right. Well, see, this right. thing's kind of cool and a uh, Fuji really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fuji is very cool. But, I know. I'm just, um, what this does is it, this is especially useful. If you find you're in a situation where you've got to change lenses quickly, um, event shooters, wedding shooters, um, in your case, you know, like you say, if she's at parades and stuff and, and she's wanting to get some close-up stuff and then be able to get more wide shots. Now, a lot of these kind of systems that you've seen where they're just lens bags, they'll hang on your side. They can be kind of clunky and everything else, but your lenses are still just floating around in there. You still have to take the the rear lens cap off and mount it to your camera and then, you know, juggle the other one and everything else. This thing is set up, it mounts to a belt and hangs just right on your hip. And it's it's called the I don't know how to pronounce it the Free Designs F R I I Designs, and it's called the Tri Lens um, Lens Holder. And basically, if you look at this, we've got a link in the show notes for you. What it does, it mounts on your belt, and your lens is the reason it's specific to cameras is because it's got a little device, a socketed device, which actually has lens mounts on it. Now they're empty inside. There's nothing there, but you basically clip your lens onto it. Same as you would mounting it onto your camera. So it's securely there, um, hangs right at your side. When you want it, you just pop it off, put one, you know, take one lens off your camera, snap it in so it's locked in, spin it around, and it automatically balances based on lens length and everything. Mm-hmm. And you put the new lens right on, stick your lens cap on, everything's covered up and sealed up. So really kind of handy if you're in a position where you need quick, quick access to your lenses. So I thought it was kind of cool, and my wife pointed that out. and. 
It had to talk about it a little. Pretty bit. interesting if you want to do a lot of changes. Now, from a distance and out of the corner of your right. eye, you're going to think somebody's got a gun on their hip because this <laughs> Possibly, thing is yeah. the way this thing is shaped. I mean, it would look like a stormtrooper blaster because a lens doesn't look like a gun. <laughs> the the right. way it sits, like right <laughs> on your belt. I mean, it's yep. <laughs> look at the pictures of it. It's like oh. I know it, it's kind of, and that's a that's a downside, right? I mean, there there's a lot of people that will look at this and say there is no way. You're going to catch me dead wearing something like that. I mean, how dorky can you look? Especially but, if you have three like telephoto lenses on that thing. Yeah. You'd be like well, a the propeller is, on a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, the thing is, normally, if you're someone like a wedding shooter or something like that, <laughs> you're not, you're not going to have uh, multiples of the same lens. You're usually going to have a wide angle um, and then something kind of mid-range and then a longer telephoto lens so you can zoom in, do what you need to do. Now, in a, in a situation, if you're in one of those spots, you know, events, shooters, weddings, things like that, absolutely an incredibly useful tool because you can easily switch between things um, and, and you don't have to worry about the lenses smacking into each other in a bag and all of that. They just all hang securely. And if you're at an event like that already, people are going to see you're the photographer, you got a big camera around your neck or whatever else. So, you know, you probably don't have to worry too much about the, the concerns of gun or anything else. If you're just walking down the street with something like this, eh, it's a little different well, and if story. You have multiple. T- well, did, we, did you already say something about no one's going to have multiple telephoto lenses? No, I'd never heard that. No. <laughs> Good, because I was reading something while you were talking. So. Oh, yeah, so you're not focusing on the uh, podcast here, I understand. <laughs> so, dis- <laughs> disappointed! <laughs> like, what if you had two long lenses, then you got this weird boomerang thing on you? Yeah, and, and you know, it's kind of cool about it. It'd be interesting to see how it goes, because it, it, depending on which one's going to weigh more, it's going to automatically spin the heaviest one to the bottom. Right. And so it's self-leveling and stabilizing, which is kind of cool, because... Reading a little bit about it, not only is it is it self-leveling and this thing just spins, but when you're walking and moving, it doesn't look like the, those lenses are going to be swinging much on your side. It, there's something to do with some kind of friction it uses um, where it mounts that the heavier it is and the more movement there is, it applies more friction automatically. So it kind of keeps them stable and hanging right in place. So, you know, if you're walking and bending and up and down, I mean... It, when you get into a wedding situation or an event situation, oftentimes you're, you know, it's kind of a workout on a photographer because you'll be down on your knees, up over your head, up and down constantly all day long. And if those things are swinging freely at your side, yep. it's just asking for trouble. But these look like it'll hold everything pretty stable. You know, honestly, so. gun comment aside, it, it does look like it's pretty cool and actually practical as far as if you need to right. be changing out lenses and stuff just to have them right there without having to mess right. around. So I, it looks kind of cool. I like it. Uh, yeah, I, would, then, I would recommend, though, having your belt tight because if you don't, that's going to pull your pants down. Well, that's the concern I had when I looked at <laughs> yeah, it. Right? Anytime I, you start looping stuff on your belt, I mean, it's a lot of weight pulling down that side of your pants. I mean, if you ain't got no hips, that's coming down. Yeah, I, I'd say in a kid, you know, you might be better off wearing your regular belt and then just getting a separate one that you wear just over the top so there's nothing it's not holding anything up besides this thing just have a separate belt buckled there but then you know you look kind of dorky but (laughs) i mean for me this doesn't work on fuji at this point but i don't really need something like this anyways because i i solved that dilemma myself by just buying enough camera bodies for all of my lenses so (laughs) five cameras (laughs) well i've got three and no, no lie well and that's why i love fuji they're lightweight but when i shoot a wedding 
I've got one, I've got a shoulder sling that goes kind of across my body and hangs down at my side, like uh, right at your hip like that. So I've got one camera across there. I've got one on my shoulder, on the opposite shoulder that just hangs over the top there and one around my neck. And so, and it's got the same thing from, from wide angle, medium and in a more telephoto lens, mm -hmm. but that's a pretty rare circumstance. Most of the yep. time I walk around with just one camera, one sure. lens. So. I, I'd like to wear them on my back like the sheathed katana. That'd be sweet. Yeah, so you yeah. pull them out. Just do just yeah. that. So yeah, I don't yeah, think this is going to be something effect. for everybody, but it's no. going to be something for some people. And I think it looks right. like it would be pretty cool. The guy in the, the, yeah, guy, in always the, new the, the guy in the video looks like he's really using the heck out of it. So Yeah. yeah. And one last thing I'd like to say about this before we go is I got to say that this is one high-quality website. Mm -hmm. I really like the way they do it. I mean, you got full-screen, full-motion video going on in several right. different areas. Uh, if you're trying to sell a product, this is the way to do it. Um, Absolutely. You know, I'm not even joking about this. I, I was very no, I impressed it. with this website. Yeah. And considering they're only in, in the Kickstarter phase, looks like they've got a countdown. It's uh, what? Seven days. Seven days yep, to release. Yep, this is a, yep, this is a WordPress site. FYI. Oh. Well, you know, the only downside to this is we don't know how much it costs. Um, you have to sign up. Um, to an email list for them to be notified of the price. Hmm. So I haven't done that. What? I didn't feel like going through all that because I don't need it and I don't have a camera that can use it. But well, I mean, you take a look at the item itself. It, it, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I would not guess this would be much more than 50 bucks. I, I bet you it comes in closer to the 300 Range. There, there's nothing to it. I mean, yeah, you could yeah. probably hold maybe a, a bag of Skittles in that little uh, cavity there, but... No, because they'll be right into your lens elements. What's, what's going to drive that price up is that each of the three um, spots for the lenses all are made to match a specific mount of lens. Nikon F mount, the Canon, I forget what theirs is, E mount, I think. And um, Sony, whatever. Sony is the So e there's mount. three different ones is. or each one has each? You, you buy whatever model you uh, okay. need for whatever cameras, I thought you were yeah. trying to tell me that there's three of them here. One fits Sony's, one fits Nikon's, one fits Canon's. Yeah, no, you, if you shoot Nikon, you like, would what? I can Nikon only hold or... one? Unless yeah, I have three no, cameras? No, that you order yeah. three and you bolt them together. <laughs> right. I can up to, up to nine lenses. Spinning. It does yeah. look like you can put these together, maybe have a gerbil run through it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, then. Richard Gere would be happy, man. He'd oh. be having that on his hip. So I just signed up, and it says the price will be announced for our subscribers in a couple of days. So I guess when that happens, ah, perfect. maybe we'll come back with an update. Well, Dave, oh, Dave, perfect. you hit us up with that update next episode, dude. Well, Adam's the one that signed up, so yeah, I signed your. I put your. I put Dave's email. Adam address. can. Okay. Yeah, Adam. Adam can fill us in on the price. <laughs> So yeah, well, that it was, was just Dave's kind of, story. Kind of cool... That's why I was giving him the the homework. <laughs> well, no, he can still do the update. I'll just forward him the info. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he can just tell. So me you're so. gonna do all the work and he gets the glory. Is that what you're yeah, saying there? You know, story of my life. <laughs> Delegate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Story of my well, life. One of you guys. I'm not sure who put this in, but uh, since we're Steve. kind of on the. <laughs> Steve, it's me, did it. Steve. Yep. Uh, tell him, Steve. Story about the analog and key no. mini. Why, why do you think Steve sounds like that? It just did in my mind. Uh, I think Steve sounds a little bit like this. No, he doesn't. He doesn't sound like that. Hi, I'm Steve. Steve, Steve, both of you. Oh, sorry. I, Easy. That's my impersonation from uh, with the, the older sister in South Park. Was, Shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, I, I digest. What are we at? Yeah. Why would you eat? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> do we want to uh, do we want to jump right into we've got a little bit of a game news and then we've also got some uh, AMD news. Which one do you guys want to tackle? I don't know. Should we put up a poll and we'll wait for the uh, listeners to let <laughs> yeah. us know? Great idea. <laughs> no, let's let's go with the uh, the AMD news here. AMD. Perfect. Perfect. So looks like uh, what's going on with AMD. They've got some new chipset drivers or did they do something different or just releasing something? They got some new chipset drivers. Cool. Perfect. Next story. All right, on to the next story. <laughs> hey, you took my line, man. <laughs> so what does that mean for, for the common person like myself that, that doesn't really understand what that means? Well, basically what the story is uh, talking about is uh, the way Windows 10 does their um, power saving routines, uh, how they shut off uh, different cores, you know, at different, you know, workloads you know if you don't if you sure, don't need everything sure. they're going to shut down some cores to save some power and stuff sure well with uh with amd's ryzen chipsets uh they found that you know it was shutting off some cores when it thought it didn't need it and if you did need it you know it it wasn't available at that point i didn't know how you i, I didn't read everything in the story i just read all the bylines and skimmed through it i i took the cliff notes of the story so if you want 100%. you you looked at the pictures didn't yeah. you <laughs> that's it oh, dude, well, I saw all, the I new saw drivers the are going to let the computers take full advantage of the processors amd sense sense me technology which it enables rapid mm. adjustments to voltages and frequencies and thus optimizing performance yes so it's gonna it's gonna give a speed boost basically is, speed uh, boost and, and some this, and some power savings yeah. Was this just for Windows 10 64-bit users oh, then? No, yeah, this was what the article I, says. This was XP. So. Oh, yes, Windows XP. <laughs> I'm still on Vista, Wise man. Guys. I love Vista. Vista is the bomb, dude. I have a <laughs> laptop upstairs that I don't use, but it's running Windows Vista still. <laughs> Are you serial? Sweet. Yep. Throw Ubuntu on that thing, man. At least use it for something. I should, but I'm worried about the, the heat issues in it because it gets so hot that... Almost well, you need like a cooling fan on it. Okay. Well, it it has one, but I just gotta okay. I gotta do some work. Okay. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean that's that's definitely cool. AMD this, this Ryzen series. I mean, we've talked about them quite a bit, and um, you know, seems like they are just they're going all out. They're they're trying to take a very very legitimate swing at Intel right now. They had to because this this literally all the analysts uh, predicted that this was the last hurrah. If they could not make a competing chip uh, versus Intel this time, they were mm -hmm. done. And right. uh, the writing was on the wall uh, before they released. And I, I, you know, I don't own one yet, but I will be building one. For the price, sure. I mean, they still don't match the top of the line i7, but they're okay. so close. They're within reach and distance at like half the price. So, I mean, people are going to give up that smidge of performance for that price. At least I Right. Do. I mean, it sounds like they're really rising to the challenge. So. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's good news, though, because, I oh, mean, yeah. like we said earlier, that competition is essential. Can you imagine a world where Intel has zero competition? And how long do you think they keep pushing as hard to stay the best, or do they get, you know, just kind of mm -hmm. lazy and sit back and rest on their laurels? I mean... Very, very good news to see. It looks like, what, the high-end Ryzen 7 series shipped uh, a while ago now, right? Yeah, and the Ryzen 5 was the one that was most recent, and there's yep, still the one. Ryzen 3 is still not uh, released yet, and that's going to be their low end. Okay. And they're saying that's coming, are they figuring by summer here? Yeah, uh, sometime this year, I don't remember exactly when they said uh, those ones were coming out. I mean, I'm not even going to think about those. Ryzen 5 right, are up right. for me. Right, and that makes sense. I mean, especially because they seem pretty, 
what's the right word? Budget friendly, mm -hmm. you know, as far as building out a real power. You'll, power you'll machine, probably so. see a lot of them because they're supposed to be pretty energy efficient too. Probably in a lot of uh, laptops and stuff, we'll use them. You know, just the everyday uh, using usage laptops, not like the gaming ones and the you know the working ones that are people going to be doing a lot of uh, video or audio editing, picture editing, and stuff. You're going to want all those cores. Right. And as right. Adam has said a lot of times. Uh, you know, when you have a bunch of cores, that's a lot of cores. Come on, Adam. <laughs> I was, like, uh, I was uh, waiting quad for core. it. What, what was he going with? That's a lot of cores. That's what I was looking for, man. <laughs> Jeez. That's a lot I of cores. I think cores. Adam's. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I think Adam's over there, like, sleeping on us or something. Uh, or. Uh, <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> what? We we were so prepared for this episode. Maybe he's scrambling to find what the next story is going to be. Well, absolutely. <laughs> Who knows, right? Absolutely. <laughs> we thought Alexa was going to do it. <laughs> yeah, what's the up? The Analog NT Mini. Yeah, what is this now? This is a uh, a four hundred and fifty dollars system that can not only I'll play take two, all please. the original NES and Famicom cartridges. It actually does it in beautiful 1080p and includes a wireless controller modeled after the original. And it mm. does look awesome. I mean, uh, definitely check out the website. We're going to have it in the link there for all of you listeners. My two co-hosts, if you haven't gone to the website, go ahead and take a look at it. It is beautiful. It's like um, it's made out of. It is beautiful. It is. What is it made out of? Is it aluminum or, um, or, I'm gonna go or brushed steel? No, no, it's not made out of plastic. Oh, OK. I don't think so. But anyway, it, it it is it's a beautiful system here, and it does play all. And it says there it plays every game. It's not like some of them don't work. I believe it's is it running through emulation, or is it actual? They have because the copyright's gone. I don't know if you guys knew about that. The copyright on the eight bit Nintendo has expired. That's why you keep seeing oh, really? all of these. You know, eight well, bit. Know you know. Oh yeah, it, it expired quite a few years ago. There was a big story on it at the time. So that's why all these companies are producing all of these different, you know, compatible ones. Okay. Um, and yeah. I believe it has like the actual hardware on it and stuff. But you, if you didn't watch the video, and uh, you can click on a video right on the website here of um, some games running in 1080p. Uh, you know, 8-bit Nintendo games in the clarity of 1080p is actually pretty amazing. <laughs> is it uh, ser seriously i mean it, it looks okay. so good I, we played this on old crt tvs back in the day right this looks so much better i mean it looks like if you're if you're playing it on your you know you know 4k monitor on your computer you know it's the, the clarity is just awesome and so, it, uh, go ahead it, it, this is aluminum they have a picture on here of somebody using the uh the nintendo zapper yeah um that doesn't those zappers don't work with led televisions though what are they are they saying claiming that they changed that at all now in the picture are they shooting it at an old uh, uh, look at the tv they're shooting it at it's oh yeah an old it is crt an old, it's an old yeah so at least they're not lying to us they're <laughs> like okay we have 4k tvs over here but we're shooting the zapper at Do you old. still have to blow in the cartridge <laughs> i hope so man that's that's half the fun <laughs> now uh one of the things it does mention on here is that it is fully compatible with all the old um uh peripherals you know like the power mat the power glove um the zapper of course you see there and one of the cool wow. things here is this wire the wireless um replica nes uh, controller that it comes with you can plug that into an actual nes and it works 
with its wirelessness. With its wirelessnessness. <laughs> it's a wireless. Wire wirelessness. Wirelessness. A wirelessness. I don't know. I can't even say it. Wireliness. Wireliness. Sounds like something Roadrunner would be running from. <laughs> and high fidelity sound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just so all, and all at eight bit Nintendo glory. <laughs> finally, I'll tell you what, finally, though. we can have eight bit Nintendo at 1080p. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what. The dream's real. I mean, I, I can't wrap my head around seeing the the eight bit pixel graphics in 1080p. I, I'm. I'm curious to see how that looks, but Watch the don't video. knock those soundtracks because yeah. there are times, if you go on Spotify, I know it has a bunch of them, or I'm sure YouTube and all over, mm-hmm. you can pull up soundtracks from like the original Zelda and uh, a lot of these companies. And I'll tell you what, they're they're like just really awesome music to sit, put on, and just get work done, like productivity type music. Sure. I mean, it's just like mellow ambient and you know you feel like you're i mean partly because you remember the music and you're kind of nostalgic but at the same time it's like they did a pretty good job considering the limitations of really putting some good music together for some of these games not all of them but some of them now the cool thing with this device i mean if you're into retro gaming you you can play all the actual real original cartridges on this thing yeah that is pretty awesome even it's not region locked either you can actually like you uh read earlier adam you can, you know, get all the Famicom games too and put them in there. Whoa! And there was a mm. lot of Famicom games that were never released in the U.S. So, for some of you that like those uh, JRPGs, um, you're gonna have to learn how to read Japanese, but uh, you can play them. <laughs> it's always good to have a challenge, yeah. though, right? It's like I have no idea what they're saying, but I'm gonna go and kill that uh, rat for the one millionth time. So can, <laughs> can you save state? That's my question. I believe it did say. Uh, I believe it did say it does do save states. You know, how do you feel about that, though? I mean, there's a part of me that likes it because some of those games are oh, so NES, incredibly hard. Oh, they were super hard, dude. So I, I, I'm all for it. I'm, same yeah, but here. I kind of, I, I don't know. A part of me is torn because I kind of like the idea of you've got one shot. If you want extra chances, you're going to earn extra lives by beating a certain score sure. and then that, you know, well, nobody's forcing you with an extra you life. Safety, yeah, I, I know, I know. I'm, I'm kind of torn though because you know if it's there, we're going to use it. It's called self control, Dave. You remember though, we'd we'd get the the book. <laughs> it dressed like man. it wanted to be safe, Dave. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do that, Dave. Oh. <laughs> I, I just remember the getting the old code books, you know. They've got and a, how big of a deal it was. Okay, I gotta call this out. They've got a twenty-four karat yeah. gold edition for five thousand dollars. Oh, they made ten of them and they sold them out. Oh, <laughs> oh, sounds like Nintendo marketing. Now this, now this <laughs> yeah. system. I'm gonna ask both of you two here, Dave. You already said, you know, I don't know if I want to see these eight-bit Nintendo games in 1080p glory. But I, I'm curious to see them, but I can't. Yeah. Ima- I'm, I'm having trouble wrapping. Well, it's just my head gonna be around. scaled. But, you know, yeah. Here's yeah. what I'm going to ask both of you too. Here, this system is $450. If this system is retailing for $99, do you think you'd be more of a compulsive buy then? Oh, I, I think so. Yep. Yeah, 99 bucks much easier to swallow than 450. I think they've I mean, really uh, priced themselves out of you know just the nostalgic person. Oh, I want to try this 450. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be right. collector. Well, I mean, what is a new PS4? Less right than that. <laughs> I mean that's like what two ninety nine, yeah, something like something that. like that. Yeah. And and I won't I won't spend the money on that right now, mm-hmm. you know just just because I don't I don't game enough anymore. So I mean spending three hundred bucks, even you know that four fifty whatever it is, I I can't do and, that. And here's you know? here's another if you're gonna go that uh, avenue there, then uh, take a look at the Nintendo Switch two ninety nine. 
virtual yeah. console. You can play all these games. Don't have to switch out cartridges. Don't have to go track down these cartridges, which might be a little difficult. You just you yeah. know purchase them and download them to your unit, and it's yeah. much cheaper. Absolutely. Well, speaking of the Switch, did you guys see the numbers out? I, for sales I, on I, it? Did, I didn't see the actual numbered sales, but it said something about it has already sold more than the Wii U, and oh. it's mm-hmm. only been out for what uh, two months. Well, it, yeah, and I, I saw that headline too that it sold more than the Wii U ever did in its history. But that, looking it up a little more, it's not quite exactly true. Uh, they the lied? actual numbers. Uh, well, I don't think they lied. I think someone just kind of threw a tweet out there, you know, and they they were looking to grab headlines. But Butch. basically, um, on CNBC, what it's showing as far as their their um, website here they're saying it the switch console sold 2.74 million hardware units worldwide since its launch wow that's has only lot. been what february yeah, like two months yep and then it says those sales figures are actually 20 percent of what the last console the wii u has actually sold in four and a half years so they've already sold 20 percent of what what the wii u did and what they're projecting is that in the first year the switch will sell more than the wii u sold in its lifetime so But still, I mean, that's pretty amazing. And and as much as we kind of looked at it and thought, who is going to buy this? You know, I don't know. It looks interesting, but eh, maybe, you know, bang finger jokes, you know, all that kind of stuff. I hear about this thing everywhere. Do you want to know who's actually buying this? And you got to think of it from this perspective here. It's not the console gamers. They're not buying this. No. The portable gamers are buying this because it is the most powerful portable gaming system out there right now. Yep. There's nothing that's even close to this. Yep. Well, I listened to um, Adam, and you may, you may get this where you're at too, um, K-Fan out of the cities, and yep. their, their sports program in the mornings, uh, weekdays during the mornings out of the cities there, they're talking football and any other sports going on, but I kid you not, there's like three or four of the hosts on there that they'll be during the show playing Zelda or playing <laughs> Mario Kart. They're, they're talking about this stuff all the time. They went out to Vegas for some special thing. And they were all playing constantly. They said on the on the airplane and at the parties between. I mean, it's crazy. You're hearing about this thing everywhere, and I I never expected it after the way things started out. Yeah, with, but uh, it must have been a very small percentage that were having issues. Otherwise, that would have just blown yeah. up even more. Uh, well, you would think so. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, give a little shout out, I guess, to one of my favorite podcasts ever, and I I've talked to you guys about them before, but the Accidental mm-hmm. Tech Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, these are some gearheads. Uh, these guys, they started a podcast just talking about, you know, cars, um, right. the, their love of cars, et cetera. And, uh, you know, they just found out that <laughs> throughout the episodes, they start talking more and more about just general tech. And, uh, so then it kind of transitioned to a tech show. But, uh, the reason why I bring it up is because two of the guys, have switches and they talk about Zelda, you know, constantly. So it's a, you know, <laughs> like you said, you're hearing about this everywhere. These are gearheads who are also tech heads who are also adults with children. These are not teenagers and they have switches. Right. So, true. I mean, it, it, yep. it hits everybody. I can't, I'm not going to lie. I can't, I'm, I'm not going to spend the money on it. What'd you say? 299. Yeah. But there's a part of me that's like, you know how killer it would be to have just that awesome version of Zelda just to mm-hmm. play. I'm, While I'm sitting on the couch or doing I'm right whatever, there with you, you know? Dave. I, I remember yeah. when we did our special and stuff, and then when we seen that yep. video with uh, how bad everything was going, I'm like, dude, I'm totally passing. But, you know, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I really have been right. thinking about it. Well, might as well get it. 
Yeah, why don't you buy yeah. three of them? Give one to me and Dave. Sure, sure. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, can I? Uh, I don't, you know, this doesn't have anything to do really with the show, but I, I wanted to talk quickly about something I, I did this week, and uh, it has to do with the classic Nintendo and nostalgia and all that kind of stuff. Um, yep. I have my channel, uh, the Game Guru channel. You guys know about it. You love it. You watch it every day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, I did a video on this game called Axiom Verge, and anybody that loves 8-bit Nintendo games, specifically games like Metroid or Castlevania, Definitely check this uh, game out. This is available on PC. I believe it's available on Xbox and PS4, and it's it's awesome. It just it it looks just like it was ripped from the Ape and Nintendo world. Uh, everything from the dialogue to the graphics to the to the music. And Dave was talking about the music earlier, and that's yeah. like I mean, they captured that eight bit synthetic music so well. <laughs> this this game was a lot of fun. I, I did a, a quick little half hour video on it. Played through um yeah, I I was really bad at it. So if you want to go in and check it out, see how bad I am. Uh you can laugh at me, leave some comments about how awful I am. But definitely check this out. Uh, those of you that love classic Nintendo games uh, it's, 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 it's a lot of fun. So, uh, cool. I'm done now. I just, you know, it was a perfect little uh, <laughs> segue to talk about a great modern game that captures that feel. Nice. Absolutely. I'm going to link up the, um, the video that you did there in the show notes for people oh, too, so they can, <laughs> they I can wasn't find trying that. to do that or anything. Yeah. We, we got the point there. <laughs> hey, hey, look at me. I did a video. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. Guys, no need to go on a rampage over this stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, I am exactly upset though, man. Right? I, I feel like I'm going to become like some giant monkey and just start punching buildings and eating chicks. <laughs> <laughs> eating chicks. Oh, this now tell me about this because tell me about this rampage story because when when I saw you put this in the notes this you week, you thought it was fake, didn't you? I, I I thought you were making something up, and at first I was like, he can't be talking about that rampage. <laughs> yeah. This must be just some new action flick. But uh, yeah, I completely thought it was fake too. This broke uh, on the thirtieth, which was what yesterday, right? Is when this article came uh, out. Or say this Sunday, yeah. Sunday, okay. Uh, the headline was Dwayne Johnson reveals new Rampage movie plot details. And of course, I didn't think anything about Rampage the game when I read that title. Like Dave said, I just thought about, oh, some movie called Rampage. Right. Um, and it legitimately is about the game Rampage or a movie based on that game. Mm-hmm. Basically, I mean, the premise is The Rock tweeted uh, Dwayne Johnson, if you don't know who he is, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, right. same person. <laughs> but anyway, he tweeted, um, "Wrestling's not fake. It, it, it's, it's so real, man." <laughs> no, yeah, uh, uh, I gotta pull it. <laughs> I gotta pull it up here because I gotta read it. Uh, let's see, where is it? Where is it? Well, let me just read this part here before I get to his tweet. But the um, director of this movie is uh, mm-hmm. worked with him in San Andreas. He's the one that directed San Andreas. So, um, you know, big budget, you know, that wasn't really a blockbuster, but it was a big budget movie with lots of explosions and stuff. But uh, what it is, it's a story of three animals. They're injected with a serum that makes them grow uncontrollably. And then they decide, hey, we're big. Let's go ahead and destroy the world. You know how those movies go and stuff. Sure. Yeah, right. right. (laughs) Now, the movie, uh, it's not only is it starring Dwayne Johnson, but it stars Negan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You guys know who Negan is, right? Yeah. 
Jeff yeah. Dean Morgan. And I, and I don't even watch Walking Dead, and even I know who that is. Well, yeah, you got to know who he is. He was also the father on Supernatural, if you guys ever watch that little show. That's well, on he was oh, also yeah. 12th Denny. season right now. So it's... I didn't. I almost didn't even connect that. Oh, you was... didn't? No. I, uh, I Whenever I see him, I still think of him as Denny from Grey's Anatomy in the early seasons. You know what? Let's go with Supernatural and Walking Dead, not some chick <laughs> flick show. All right. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy <laughs> was good stuff back in the day. <laughs> well, before I go any farther on this, I got to tell Adam here, since you did not connect those two, it was like three Supernatural episodes ago, I believe. It opened, it was hilarious. It opens up with uh, Sam and Dean walking into the bunker. Do you know what I'm talking about? Are you no, caught up enough I've to only, work? I'm not caught up. Okay. Well, anyway, they're walking into the bunker, right? And they're talking about this this demon that they just killed. Dean walks in with this baseball bat with barbed wire wrapped all around it. <laughs> and he's holding it in front of him. And he's kind of looking at the end with the gore dripping off and everything. And he goes, man, dad would have loved this thing. <laughs> that is i love it when shows do that type of thing that was hilarious right that's pretty tight all right well going back to this uh uh let's see it's so it's dwayne johnson jeffrey dean morgan um malin ackerman i'm not sure who that is um joe magnanilio i don't know who that is and it also says that it's a moonlight oscar nominee uh, naomi harris and I don't know what moonlight is i have no idea do you guys know what that is no moonlight uh, but uh, no. so let's get let's get to Dwayne's uh, tweet here real fast. Uh, he yeah. actually it wasn't a tweet; it was an Instagram. Sorry, uh, ah, I'm completely wrong here. It's my wrong social media. It's Fake Instagram. News. Yeah, tweeting is for the president, not for Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> All right, so he Instagrammed like a picture with <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> he said, uh, "I this is his the synopsis of the movie." I head up an anti-poaching unit out of Rwanda. My best friend is a rare albino gorilla named George. Very bad people. In fact, George. That's seriously <laughs> what it says, so I had to say it like that. An alligator and a wolf with a serum. All three animals grow at an unprecedented rate. Their size, speed, agility, and violent aggression is off the charts. They go on a deadly, wait for it, rampage and want to destroy the world george not happy me not happy when animals like you they lick you when they don't like you they kill you i will hunt down the bad people who did this to my best friend <laughs> this is oh, this boy. is Dwayne johnson's instagram <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a doozy well you know he's also right now it might be finished now but it should be coming out soon he He's in the new Baywatch movie. Yep. Uh, the oh, the video, the trailer looks horrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got to wonder. He's had some pretty awesome movies, but what are you doing? I mean, come on. Well, he uh, was a Tooth Fairy to once too, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. But even that was kind of fun, like family movie, and you got to see a lot of because he's funny. I mean, he he can. Yeah. He's, he's got some serious comedy chops, but mm -hmm. I mean, some of these last couple, it's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I, I don't know. Now, I mean. I was going to say San Andreas, like I said, was not a blockbuster hit or anything like that. I enjoyed it, though. I don't know if you guys seen it, but I thought it was decent. I love I love those movies like uh, 2012, San Andreas. And I mean, there's so many others like these, these massive disaster movies. I've always kind of liked those. Uh, right. I guess Armageddon yep. is one of them. And so is uh, what was the Armageddon uh, clone? Deep Impact. Deep Impact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I do enjoy those movies. Uh, they're like a guilty pleasure to me, I guess. Mm hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's they're they're good 
a good way to just chill out. You kind of already know there's very few of those movies that you're going to be surprised by some plot twist. I mean, they're pretty straightforward. Usually you pick up on what's happening early on in the movie, but they're still just fun. Yeah. You know, and that, that, there's nothing wrong with a movie like that. I mean, not every movie has to be some super intriguing thinker or, you know, deep movie. Sometimes it's awesome just to kick back and be like, you know what? I'm going to make believe land for a while. <laughs> Idiocracy. Just checking out. Yeah, yeah I exactly. love that movie. <laughs> you know what? Exactly. Those intriguing movies with the plot twists and stuff, I call that M. Shamalamis. <laughs> he has a new movie coming out too, I thought I heard. I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, though. you're right. I do. I do re- or is it a TV series? Uh, oh, yeah, no. His remember. TV series was the. Um, He's- oh, I. I he just announced watch. an Unbreakable and Split sequel. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, Maybe Split was Split was his new movie where the guy with multiple dis- uh, disabilities, multiple personalities, <laughs> multiple, I, got multiple dis- dis- I can't think right. I can't add. You know, I can't, sounds I, like I, I do duties in my panties. <laughs> that sounds like panties. Adam from our sound bites on Instagram <laughs> last week. <laughs> panties. He wears Jeez. panties, and I don't know what gender I am. Oh, I have multiple no. disabilities. We'll stay clear of that. That's we don't want to make fun of anybody at all. No, yeah, yeah unless you it's you. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, it's like a, and I haven't seen Split, but I remember Unbreakable. I guess they're they must they take place in the same. They must take place in the same universe because he's got like a sequel for both of them. The only thing I didn't like about Unbreakable though was how angsty uh, Bruce Willis was. I mean, it's like get a little life into your acting. I mean, it was it was almost yeah. like he just walked through the whole picture. You know, there. Well, I, I I used to love Bruce Willis as an actor, but the last few years I've heard a, a lot of stuff from different actors and directors that have worked with him, mm-hmm. and they say he is just a real a hole to deal with. Really, like just awful on set. Go look up um, Kevin Smith. He did Cop Out with him. Remember? Yeah, I never the seen comedy. that movie though. Oh, I thought it was pretty good. He didn't write it. He just directed it. It was the first time he had done that. But Did he say yippee ki No, I don't that think so. That was his but... best movies right there. Yeah. And, you know, and Kevin Smith was a huge Bruce Willis fan, and he was so excited to work with him on this show. And I can't remember who was in it with Bruce Willis. Was that Tracy Morgan, maybe? And uh, I forget. But... I'll put baby in you. Like <laughs> the, I can't do yeah, it. The, the, Morgan, the movie is good, but but Kevin Smith has. <laughs> what did you so... say, Adam? <laughs> what? I said I can't do a good Tracy Morgan. And what did you say? Oh, I just said foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you, you can look up. I thought he said it. or anything. Oh yeah, or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so true. But no, that like, would have been a hear, good comeback. I'm no loser. good at nothing. i mean kevin smith though he just talks about how it was just crushing because it was his idol just treating him like crap the whole time on set he he grew to have a real disdain for bruce bruce willis and when he started he started talking about it and more and more actors and directors were coming out saying a lot of the similar stuff that he's just a real pain in the neck to deal with on on set so i never heard that about him but there was one actor that i I've heard it from so many different sources, different interviews with different uh, actors and actresses and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Was um, oh my gosh, seriously, hmm, good story. Way wow. to go, Bring, bringing it. <laughs> Where's all that together. cricket sound? Ah, uh, what's his? Why can't I think? Of the f- he played Fletch. He was also in um, the uh, vacation. Chase? Yeah, Chevy Chase. They said he was horrible to work with, especially on that show. Yeah, I've heard that. That TV show he was on. I never seen that show, 
Oh, that was the uh, like uh, night school type community. Was it called community? Possibly, but they nobody liked him. I guess is what what I kept huh. hearing about. Yeah, maybe I mean, it was just me. I don't know. Maybe I made the keep whole thing Josh. No, they act like that. that. I don't know. Well, they've got a name that's big enough that that people figure that just having their face show up is going to bring viewers. You know, and unfortunately, they they get some big roles in their head explodes and they they think they run the world but you know who one person that i've heard is not like that at all tom hanks and i well yeah that's who he's a he seems like he's supposed to be a pretty awesome guy but i'd love to just be able to to sit and chat with this dude and watch him work is bill murray yeah i do like bill murray i hear he's just a, a riot and he's just so I am like so mad yeah, he's not gonna be in Zombieland too though very upset i don't know they're <laughs> well, making a zombie land too they are making zombie land too uh, so before we go any farther, there I just gotta say they they have officially started filming World War Z two now. Finally, after so many years, the sequel oh. is being filmed right as we speak, right now. The actors are on hmm. set filming it. Yes. Wow. Uh, I, I, I guess love I, World War Z. You're saying I should watch the first one then? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Adam, did you, you see World War Z? I was making the teeth clicking noises, but you guys missed it. I was like, "Oh, I didn't think you were teeth clicking." Sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, World War Z, good, good, good very show. good. good I like it. It is a good show. Completely different from the book, which I did read the book. I have one hundred percent different. <laughs> I have not finished it. All right, well, Mac, Max Brooks. Yep. You know, and when it comes to the zombie genre, I gotta say, I mean, I have nothing against it, but I just have a hard time lately getting into the new stuff. I don't know why. Uh, I'm still Brains. stuck. I mean, I still like the old. <laughs> if I feel like watching zombies, I'll still throw in the old, you know, Dawn of the Dead mm. and, and, and the originals. But oh, uh, the sequel I, to the, I mean, the reboot, uh, reboot, remake Dawn of the Dead was really good. Yeah. I like that. Hey, yeah. And I, I mean, I still love some of those. But Do you guys know what uh, vegan zombies eat? Uh-oh. Grains. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, did you uh, did you know uh, what uh, zombies' favorite form of transportation is? Mm-mm. Oh no, trains. <laughs> or I was thinking planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. What did the zombies say after Jason's joke? Lame. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know that? Uh, did you know what zombies like to use shout out for, or shout it out for, or shout? What are you even talking about? Stains. (laughs) Shout out, shout it out. (laughs) I screwed it all up. I was thinking of that song. Their favorite state, Maine. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how long you guys can go back and forth. Like, (laughs) we're going to lose listeners at the end, but maybe they'll stick with us. Hey, zombies, what was your your favorite move in Karate Kick? What was your What was your favorite kick in Karate Kid? Crane. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Maybe they'll join us for a pun fest. Listeners, if you have any to add to the zombie pun fest, let's get, let's get a let's get a, a list going right on the Facebook page there when this episode drops. Hey, did you do you know what uh, zombies favorite rapper is? Two chains. <laughs> oh, little, little. Did you guys hear about the zombie nun from Game of Thrones that made the uh, the queen walk naked through the streets? Oh, I did. She was shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Anyway, oh, so we should probably yeah. move on to something that matters. Hey, hey, did you did you hear what that uh, zombie pit bull did to those kids? <laughs> oh, what, what'd, you have to, what'd you have to pick kids for that? Could could have been <laughs> yeah. anything else. Well, been another pit animal. Because pit bulls, uh, pit bulls love veal, oh, and kids no. are the veal of humans. That is, <laughs> you've given that way too much thought. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh. Dun, dun, you dun, and dun. what was his name ah. from Nebraska? Chad? <laughs> was it Chad? Yeah. Was it Chad from Nebraska? Yeah. Somehow this is going to get flagged on YouTube. Ho- yeah. ho- oh. Hopefully we hear from uh, Chad again sometime. That'd be awesome. That'd yeah, be awesome. I, so. I miss that guy. Hopefully he's not well, we had, uh <laughs> <laughs> We had, uh, 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 is it one site or two different sites here? That, I've got that two had. different sites. One of them is actually applicable and can help you do something. Applicable? Sure. <laughs> Whatever. Potato, tomato. <laughs> Grammar Nazi, <laughs> and then the other one is just for fun. So the, so the first cool, <laughs> the, the first cool site of the day. It's called the Hemingway app, and if you've ever had to written write, if you've ever had to written, if you ever have to write instructions or anything like that, generally you want to aim for like a sixth grade reading level. So Heming, right. HemingwayApp.com will make suggestions to your write. So you can paste in like a paragraph or Ooh. whatever. It'll make suggestions to your writing and try to tell you how to simplify your own language to get it to you know, better readability. And, and wow. it's actually pretty cool because if you go to the site, HemingwayApp.com, and just start typing or paste your stuff in there, it'll just automatically start giving you, hey, here's some simpler ways you can say this and that. It's it's kind of cool. Yeah. So I, a lot of times you... Is this a free... Yeah. It, it's, you know, just go to go to the site and just paste it in. It's pretty easy. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it here. So I think if, I'll if, try that out earnestly. So if you're going to be sending a corporate email or a set of instructions to a group of people or something like that and you want a little better way to to write it, you know, you can get some good tips from this. So How about if um, I'm just doing a to-do list? No. Don't bother. Okay. So the other site I wanted to bring up, this is this is kind of an older one, but it's still kind of funny. It's called hackertyper.net. So it's just like I said at h a c k e r t y p e r.net. And what this is, if you if you go to the site, well actually um it's just a black screen and then what you do is you if, if you're in a public place and you want to make it look like you're a hacker, you hit F11 on your keyboard to go full screen and then you just start typing and just hitting keys randomly and it looks like you're typing in all this code. And you guys should really try this out. Um, and then if you hit um, control on the left keyboard, or no, what is it, shift? No. Alt three times on the on the keyboard, it'll say access granted. And if you hit caps lock three times, it'll say access denied. So you can basically sit there hacking away and then just hit oh. those keys and be like, ah, access denied. I, it's, <laughs> it's just ridiculously stupid, but it's I was going to say, I have always hated every single movie I've ever watched where they are hacking into a system and for some reason in 2017 it's always in dos <laughs> <laughs> yep and and, and they they're absolutely no uh interface at all they're just happily typing away and they're boy they're getting everywhere they need to go oh i'm sorry they're not hacking in your in your fancy windows gui i mean the, the, how do you hack nowadays you write code you write scripts, you know. I, I don't know how to well, do it, but there's that's a what lot they of do. different ways. Some of it is to write. You don't scripts, get a some... blank screen and just start hitting things and go access granted. Of course not. That's, <laughs> it's it's Hollywood, but you still do use Hollywood. a lot of DOS looking screens. If you ever use Putty or to SSH into a server or anything like that, or you're just I used your to command date a woman prompt. named Putty. <laughs> <laughs> what was her first name? Silly. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. 
Uh, so those are the two oh. cool sites of the day. One that is actually useful. One is just stupid. But I figured I'd share them both. Sweet. Now, awesome. uh, listeners, go ahead and guess which one is which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clearly, well, the hacker type slide is so useful, man. <laughs> I've honed my skills. I can get into the NSA, <laughs> yeah. the FBI, the CIA. Mom, I'm going to go down to the coffee shop and try to score some babes using <laughs> my sweet hacking skills. <laughs> Napoleon, you're just jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. <laughs> now, that is a movie that needs a sequel, I'll tell you. <laughs> I thought I heard they were working on one, but I could be wrong on that. I, I could be very wrong, but I could have swore I heard that a little while back that they were very, very early stages of trying to work uh, on something there. Nice. So, well, you know what I'm really excited about, and don't even laugh at me about this because I, I think you have all, both of you have watched all these movies, but they are uh, filming right now. Pitch Perfect Three. <laughs> yes, uh... I like those movies. I think they're actually pretty hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think they're mind, hilarious, dude. I didn't mind some of the music, but I am just not a big fan of Rebel Wilson. Oh no, nobody is. But uh, what's her name? <laughs> the <laughs> star. She's kind no of no one cute. is. <laughs> yeah, what is her name? Uh, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, yeah Anna Kendrick. In, she was in a. Mm, she was in a movie. About, yeah, lots of them. No, no. She. This was kind <laughs> of a a B grade kind of sci-fi horror type movie oh, where star wars what was the guy craig uh, craig whatever from hot tub time Machine? Kilborn. no the the big black dude craig. um uh, not ferguson is it <laughs> no <laughs> no no he's it's craig robinson <laughs> he's like australian robinson. Or something. I don't even know what he is. yeah ferguson is scottish yeah, he's scottish the, the ian if it's not scottish it's crap <laughs> the answer is <laughs> ian mckellen yeah, no, Robinson it is. Yeah, you know who that is. He plays the devil, and he comes back to Earth, and, and he's taken over, and, and he's interested in her as a love interest. And it, it's, oh, my I gosh, can't I don't even – that, that's an older doesn't movie. even ring a bell. It, it, it's it's – uh, I, I found it on Netflix, one of those kind of <laughs> movies, and um, very, very out there type of show. But it was a fun watch, but kind of stupid. Did, did you guys notice anything on Netflix if you've watched it recently, like the star rating is gone? Yeah, they changed it. That sucks. They they went they went to more of the thumbs up, thumbs down. I believe. Well, doesn't it say like here's what we think you'll guess it is, or is it actually? Well, I I think you can go in and, and rate, um, you know, stuff you like and don't. Yeah, like. Yeah, I could rate, but I want to see what you know. What I'll skip shows that are two and a half stars or less generally, just because it, you know. Yeah. Eh. Well, you just got to swipe left or right now to decide. You know, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That movie with Anna Kendrick and, and uh, Craig Robinson is called Rapture Palooza. Oh, I do, I do remember the title. I don't think yeah. I ever saw yeah. it. Interesting. I'm just going to stick the um, YouTube clip here, YouTube trailer or whatever, um, link in the show, to- show notes Absolute as well, so. best movie about the rapture, though, was show This totes. Is the End. <laughs> totes, go watch it. <laughs> totes, my this God. is the end. Did you hear me? This is the end. This Best is... rapture movie ever. Okay. This is the end of the podcast. That sounds familiar. What was that one? Uh, it's hilarious. It's uh, all the actors are playing themselves, and they're having a, a big party over at James Franco's house. And the end of the world happens. Now you making? A, is this a joke? No, that's a real movie. Hundred percent real. I was gonna it, say it. I love the movie. Familiar, I thought it was hilarious. But, hmm, I have to check that out sometime. It's on the Media Vault. Hmm. Go ahead and check it out, guys. Hmm. We'll have to look. Twelve ninety nine a month. It sounds familiar, but I don't know why. It's 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 very funny. Just watch it tonight. When you go into bed, put your headphones on and watch it. Nah. Yes. I'll get scared into the world before bed. I mean, (laughs) 
All right. Kind of need rainbows and fun. <laughs> well, before we get to uh, last week's riddle, uh, did you guys have anything else you want to talk about real fast? No, nah, I'm good. Nope. I think we've covered quite a bit. So. Why go? don't we cover religion and politics real fast? I won't take <laughs> Why don't you jump off a of bridge? Because that ain't ever <laughs> happening on this show. <laughs> I have faith in our politicians. Yes, religion and politics. Okay. Well, anyway, last week's <laughs> riddle, which we did not get one response on. You know, boo, no. listeners. Boo. <laughs> yeah. Don't <laughs> boo let's, the let's listeners. Just, <laughs> yeah, let's berate our super friends and shame <laughs> yeah. them until hey, they finally... You know you what? 12 or 13 people that are probably <laughs> our relatives, stop that and get us some responses. <laughs> that are probably our relatives. <laughs> our co-workers and our paper boy. <laughs> paper boy? Paper hey boy. There. Hey there, Sonny. You want to listen to a podcast? Not really, mister. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last week's riddle was, and it's a very it's a very simple one. Uh, how many seconds are there in a year? And that mm. was given to us by uh, Captain Poland. Yeah. And uh, I think all three of us got it right away. And we don't know if yep. anybody else did. But uh, who wants to go ahead and uh, tell our listeners the answer if they did not get it? Well, I guessed 12. Go ahead, Adam. Yeah. And is that what you guessed too, Dave? Yep. Yeah, and that makes sense because you know every month has the second. Uh, there yep. could be twenty-four if you're going to count the twenty-second of every month. Ah, true. Good point. Month. So I'm not sure what the exact uh, answer is. We'll have to get to Captain Poland and find out because he didn't tell us. He just left us hanging. Oh, he <laughs> left us hanging. Yeah, I think we got it because does twenty-two equal two mathematically? No, it does not. No, it, it, it's saying nothing has to equal two. It says how many seconds? How many? Well, seconds? I know, but if we're counting the second, we can't say twenty-second is the same as a second. Mm. Well, I would. But I don't agree with that. <laughs> but... All right, and then the second riddle, Adam <laughs> did, and I can't remember how it went. So, Adam, refresh our listeners on what your riddle was. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. because I. Okay, it's something about Dave sunlight, lives, dies, whatever. The answer was an amoeba. Okay, now, do we have to? <laughs> no, it was. The answer uh... is nobody cares. I die in the sunlight, <laughs> and I live in the in the darkness yeah what what needs sunlight to live but dies when the sun when the light shines directly on it something to along those lines and, and i say it's a shadow yep the photographer in me got that right away nice going and, photographer and the photographer yeah. the photographer not in no, me photographer fur fur <laughs> so take pictures of animals fur yes. photographer or yeah so, <laughs> all right, I'm re- I am ready with a joke. Okay, I want to hear. A Brent, funny joke. All right, make what me, do we got? Make me laugh, funny right. man. How do you find? <laughs> how do you find Will Smith in a sto- in a snowstorm? Um, oh, I'm thinking movie titles. I'm trying to think of racist like you, Adam. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm thinking the obvious. <laughs> say, Will, where are you? <laughs> you look for the Fresh Prince. Oh, oh, so yeah. we're just giving the answer right away? Well, it's oh, it's a joke. joke. It's a joke. Just a joke, yeah. No, that was pretty yeah. good, though. I mean, we just talked about Fresh Prince last week, so I got yeah, right. I like it. I like it. Digital joke. Soup approved. Yep. I like it was it, clean. Though. It wasn't racist like I thought Adam was going. Pretty nice, pretty nice. Oh, man, <laughs> you're brutal. He's trying to get us back from the, uh, the baby seal the walks into a club. Oh. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, it was Cheech and Chong. I can't remember which album it was on, but they were eating half live baby seal. They only cooked the back half. <laughs> and the seal is on the table going. 
and they're and they're cracking the fin off, uh, the, the the tail off, and eating oh, it. And, arr, so, arr. That is disturbing. Uh, and, uh, I'm a little disturbed just hearing that. What? Jeez. Well, you better talk to Mr. Marin and Mr. Chong. Uh Oh, composing an email that's right now. <laughs> you know, and that's that's such a bad note to end on. I mean, we need something up. Okay, here's a good note. This show. <laughs> um, a little pitchy, man. A little pitchy. Uh, whatever. You're a little <laughs> man. A little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two hunters are out in the two hunters are out in the woods, and one of them collapses. He doesn't seem to be breathing, and his eyes are glazed. So the other guy whips out his phone and calls emergency services, and he says. My friend is dead. What what can I do? And the operator says, calm down. I can help. Oh. First, make sure he's dead. And then there was a silence. And then a gun gunshot is heard. Back on the phone, the guy goes, okay, now what? Because <laughs> <laughs> he made sure he was dead. That didn't bring yeah, us up anymore. I, huh? No. <laughs> you guys are morbid today. Okay. okay what uh, else we got? A rapist, a pedophile, and a murderer walk oh, into a bar. Oh, boo. No, get that out <laughs> of here. I was just following Get your lead there, Dave. <laughs> My lead? I'm the only one that hasn't told the joke. Wait, you're the one that <laughs> fed us any. these jokes. What are you talking oh, about? Right. <laughs> yeah, right, a sheep, man. a drum, and a snake roll down a hill. Oh. Ba-dum. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll end it on that one. <laughs> yeah. We'll end on that. So we need to let people know where to find us. That's true. We should probably tell them that. Yeah, let them know. So, easiest place, of course. I thought one of you guys was going to say that was what we had talked about. But uh, easiest place, of course, would be just head on over to digitalsouppodcast.com. You'll find everything you need there as far as links to Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram. All that fun stuff is there. Most importantly, the links to iTunes and Google Play Store are also there on the side. So, hit those. Subscribe, rate, review if you get a chance. And Jason, you mentioned in your uh, earlier comments about the Accidental Tech podcast. Mm-hmm. That is one of uh, one of the creators of that podcast. Also created my favorite podcasting app. I understand, correct? Yes, uh, uh, Overcast. His name is Armin, and I can't remember his last name, but Overcast. So what I'm saying is, go check out Overcast if you're on the iPhone. It's a great way to listen to podcast. What's a great uh, Android-based Pocket Cast? Uh, I used uh, Podcast Attic is what I use. Um, oh, I prefer right. that over any of them. I've tried many of them, but that's the one I prefer. Uh, chapters perfect, and perfect. everything work perfect in it, so I like it. Awesome. Bottom line is, guys, digitalsouppodcast.com. Find us everywhere. Super friends, thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll be back next week right here. The same soup time. No, same soup. <laughs> Download. <laughs> yep. Take care, guys. Have a great week. See you Later, Gators. Okay, before you hit stop, I got one more. <laughs> I had to buy a stepladder the other day. I never knew my real ladder. <laughs> oh, man.
<laughs> All right. These are dad jokes. Yeah, kind of, but that's... Dad. I love dad jokes. <laughs> Especially... <laughs> All right, I got to hear the intro to this show. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. oh, why isn't it playing? Oh, why don't you stop recording? <laughs> where technology has brought order and <laughs> awakened chaos. Yeah, I know that was the joke.